Hello and welcome. 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 I'm already arguing with Janelle James, I guess, for today. Welcome to Classic Black Dude. I'm your host, Clark Jones, a.k.a. Par Strickland. The, the, the podcast where you get to learn. It's called Classic Black Dude because class is in session, man. You learn a lot about what's going on. So welcome to all the CBDers. Welcome to all the classmates. Um, This is live from the fucking coronation. That's what we in right now. But that don't stop the fucking show. You know, I'm sorry I'm cursing so much, but I'm very aggressive and I'm happy to be talking to y'all. And I use the F word a lot when I'm excited. Um, I'm making it through. I saw a post today that said, if you're thriving right now, you're a sociopath. Shout out to Lily Michelle for that. But I feel like, I don't know, it's different when you're black, man. Struggle hit different when everybody around you struggling. I'm like, this is what it feels like, y'all. Like the shit that y'all worry about every day, the reason why you by yourself and you lonely, you feel fucked up. Like that's just some that that was that was me in 2019. So like, welcome to the party, man. Ain't nothing changing. Janelle's here. First time I met Jan- what, what man, it's so many things I can say about her now because she's uh she's host, comedian, writer, mom. Right? And she already did. I'm so glad this is going on YouTube. Y'all can see the I'm not even looking because I got it like I'm like Elliot from uh Rap Radar. Like <laughs> except I don't laugh like him. But I don't even I ain't even looking at the screen. I'm looking off because that's just I'm so used to being in isolation and not looking people in the eye. But I'm gonna try to fix that before the show's over. Um comedian everything. I first met her in Brooklyn. Um every Sunday the spot was Knitting Factory comics, both funny and unfunny, just was in a spot. And um, I saw Janelle go up and I don't even know if she recorded this for TV. It's it's on the album, I'm sure. Um, She told a joke about her brother that just like set that whole bitch on fire, man. Um, And I've come to know her. You said what? I don't remember. The the ass eating joke. Oh <laughs> yeah, the the the, 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 the ass eating joke had like was like that that was that your first that wasn't your first big closer was it? Um, it may have been. Look, I haven't told that joke in so long, which makes me upset because it's not on my album. And that was years ago when I was doing the ass eating joke. Like, but I'm like, like I'm a pirate now. <laughs> my, my, like, like people people was requesting ass eating, like. I did. I do think it was like my big, my first big, uh, like multi-part joke. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Like where people, like I think it didn't even didn't even Hannibal was like, "Hey, are you gonna do the ass eating <laughs> about your brother?" Well, no, he didn't ask me to do. Oh, okay. So I do remember he didn't ask me to do it, but after he said he had been trying to come up with an ass eating joke, and now he don't he don't want to because he heard mine. <laughs> he, that, that's the thing about that love. I love about that. Like he'll he'll acknowledge. You know what I'm saying? Like he's probably the most accessible, like big name that I know. And I don't even know if that's just because of Chicago or just who he is or whatever the fuck it is. But like he'll be like, "Hey, that shit was fire, man!" Like he ain't afraid to give it up. I mean, yeah, he said, I do remember, he said, oh, I've been trying to do an ass eating joke, but you made it sound classy. Yeah, like you made it a joke. Like motherfuckers, because at that time, this is like 2012, 2013, like ass eating still has shock value to even bring up. That's what I'm saying. But you had had made it a format already. And that's the one thing, that's like, that's like raid for hacky comedians. Like, oh, you put it into a real joke. I can't just say it now. Uh, 
I'm mad you reminded me about that shit now because I was wasted. I never, I didn't put it on anything. I just it was saying it one day. It was just that, and that happens. Like I remember, I had a big joke about like parking at homeless people. They used to be my like, oh, I can't go up unless I tell this joke. And then just a couple of weeks, fuck, like well, a couple of weeks before Corona hit, um, I tried to do it just to see if I could still, and I couldn't even tell it. Cause I and only remember because somebody had brought it up. Like, do you you still do? I'm like, no, I don't even know how to tell that. And it's different. You said what? You just get tired of saying you, stuff. You got you get you get tired of it. You don't have the same energy you had when you first used to tell it. That's bad business because just like I said, that shit should totally be on an album. It should to- because that was a joke that was getting requested. Like I, I and I let it yeah. drop. I- Totally. <laughs> it was it was it, it was evergreen too. It wasn't like, oh, just for the times. Oh, I'm gonna go watch old tapes after I get off. Oh, shit, no, fuck that. <laughs> Black and mild too. <laughs> the re-up, nigga. The re-up of, of, lost, of the files, lost file. The purple tape. The purple tape <laughs> of of Black and Mild. Bring what what made you what made you title your album Black and Mild? Was it just uh, something basic? It just came to me, and also I just thought it was funny. I wanted like a double, uh, however you say it, <laughs> double, double entendre, uh, <laughs> Andre, double Andre, <laughs> yeah, double Andres, and yeah, it just yeah, I really just had the thought, and you know, I when I used to smoke blunts and shit, and I remember that used to be the shit when you know, yeah, to, to freak of black, and, and, but really, I yeah, I thought of the name and the whole look of the album it all was just in my head and and thankfully I got paired with somebody who I just explained it to him and did like a little stick figure drawing and he and he made it exactly how I envisioned it so you, you want to shout them out or no you said <laughs> whoever that? the artist is you want to shout out the artist or oh, no? shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they need that word uh, Frank there you got four names too Frank William Miller Jr. is his name. And oh, FWMJ on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah FW at FWMJ. Is this shit? Yes. Who did he? Did he? Did he take the photo as well? Because you used a real photo no, no, for no. you. Um, that photograph was the, I don't remember that dude's name, but so Amazon did my album, produced my album, and the mm-hmm. uh, guy, his name is Dominic Del Bene. You know him? Nope. New York. No, he lives here, but he's just a real big comedy fan. He used to run, uh, what's that other album? Re- Rooftop. Dynamics? Oh, no. Rooftop. Rooftop. Yes. Rooftop. Yeah. Rooftop. He used to run that. Then Amazon bought it. And he had been asking me to do an album on Rooftop for like years, but I just had I just didn't feel ready. So when Amazon bought Rooftop, he's like, yo, I work at Amazon now. I can get you money and all that stuff. Like, let's Fuck do yeah. an album. He's the one that put he he hooked me up with Frank. He hooked me up with that photographer. I can't remember his name, but he's the one who put it like put all the people together. That's I so funny. A lot of people don't know a lot of when I say a lot of people, a lot of the 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 knowledge gap between doing this shit and not doing this shit is first of all wide, and then it's wide from based on experience too. So two years, what I knew in two years, like I don't, I forgot all the shit I knew in two years because. That knowledge gap is so different from my 12th year now. You know what I mean? So I asked because, uh, especially in this age, a lot of what I, what questions I hear about comedy is like, well, how do you do it? Like, how do you know? 
Like was was Black and Mild your first hour that you had ready? Yeah, and that was a comp that was a compilation of like six years of jokes. You know? Yeah. So it's, it had stuff on there that I thought of when I first started comedy. So um, that I just developed over time, or it came back to me, or whatever. And um, I love the pajama ensemble. Side note, I'm I'm loving this this whole aesthetic. What is this like? <laughs> classic, but at a spa, but also. Jamie's in the daytime. Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> you look, you seem like you're handling everything well. Like, you don't seem flustered by the whole shit. Yeah, it's, it's, Up and know. down, right? Yeah. I take about an hour. <laughs> Jesus. What are hours? I don't even know. <laughs> what are hours? Also, time is, time is fake. <laughs> There's no such thing as time. But when you were talking about earlier when you were like, you've been in isolation and stuff And this, I mean, it's true. I'm used, I like being alone and having time for my thoughts or whatever, but the ability to not go outside. <laughs> to right. Not, you know, to switch, you can't switch it up. up. It's so like, if I could you, go outside, I'd be lovely. You know, it, it'd be six hours before like, yeah, you know, okay, I'm just do six hours by myself in the crib, get shit done. Think overthink shit. And now I'm ready to go outside. But that release ain't there no more. Like it used to be. Every once in a while, when that part hits me, I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. <laughs> Has that been the hardest part, the lack of freedom? Yeah, I'm, I'm a motherfucker that's been doing whatever I want for years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on punishment. Ain't no going outside. Life's philosophies to just do whatever I want and then to just, yeah, and, and kind of overnight, you know, like, hey, don't go outside. You can't, <laughs> you just, can't. And motherfuckers ashamed you too. Like, I cut my own hair and my own cousin was like, who cut your hair? And I'm like, I did, I did, relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's charging people up. And they care about me and I love the accountability of everything because everything that you do that I do affects every like how soon and motherfuckers will be like straight up, you bet not have went to no fucking barbershop, bro, or you bet now, not I will say every almost every woman I've spoken to has snuck dick in their house. So people are not doing Oh yeah. They not posting that. They not posting that. Really? Like in the group chat, y'all talking about sneaking dick? <laughs> I, I'm drinking rose, by the way. <laughs> would never, nor would I tell myself if I did. But no, no, I'm following all the rules, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that's kind of not taking it seriously. So I'm just, you know, and I had a whole uh, argument yesterday with this woman who I don't know that she she wanted to have her nail nail tech come over. And get the fuck out of here chemicals she was in chicago too i hope she listened to this shit like it, it it fucked my whole day up because i was like i can't believe this black woman is in public being this fucking stupid like even if that's what you're gonna do don't fucking tell the world and tell me and just, argue just, with me about yeah. it <laughs> yeah and like validate you know i'm not about to validate the bullshit like do you're gonna do what you want to do anyway and you can't wear gloves you trying to save your own fucking life for some nail shit it made me so upset but anyway and nails for who? For sneaking dick in? Like, <laughs> niggas don't care about nails? During a pandemic, if a nigga come through and leave because... You said... Me have to get my nails done during a pandemic. Like, I haven't had that level of dick, I guess. I just don't No. And for, or for what? For instant IG clout? Like, the rules are different. 
I cut my hair because I'm a vain motherfucker. Everybody and looks like shit, right? Yeah. Poor people. Everybody looks we, like shit. That's what's gotta hurt the most about people. Anybody obsessed with like, yo, I want to get rich enough. I want to have this amount of money. Like, none of it matters. And even if you, I mean, they're definitely still having a better time than than most people. Maybe, but Serena don't just want to be with her family all the fuck. It's the freedom. (laughs) Ain't no price tag on that shit. I don't care how big your house is. Yeah, motherfuckers got houses big enough where you ain't got to see somebody for for a day if you don't want to. Right, but you can't sneak dick in if you're famous. Can you? <laughs> I would think even more. What do you mean? You send a call for that nigga, you bring it. I mean, I can sneak dick in and I'm not that rich. <laughs> caught. See, we caught your ass. Get her, y'all. And drag Janelle. <laughs> drag her. She's sneaking dick. She got some sneak dick. She's sneaking and dicking. <laughs> I first, yo, yo, I didn't even know. This surprised the shit out of me. I didn't even know you was from um, Maryland originally. Maryland. What's the story? I've lived a lot of places. That's what I'm saying. I have too. And I'll just be like, it'd be, I'll post some shit and you like, oh yeah, I used to jam. I'm like, what's your fucking story, bro? Because it ain't. The Virgin Islands. The Virgin Islands is where I'm That part too. I have we back way back in our backslide new to New York days. We had a couple dances. This is before everything, right? So I was like, oh, and you was like, oh yeah, I'm from. What was it? What was it Guyana? What, what's your the the Virgin Islands? Virgin Islands, Saint Thomas is Saint Thomas, same, same place as Tim Duncan. Duncan. Shout out to Tim Duncan. Yes, so uh, he's Saint John, but yes, Virgin Islands. Um, and you yes, born I, there? I my whole family's from. I left there when I was fifteen. And I went to high school in Maryland. That's some strong ass accents. So you go from Virgin Islands to the DMV to Carbondale? No. Then I moved to New York. Okay, New York. High school, I moved to New York. Then while uh, I was in New York for eight years, and then I moved to Champaign. Champaign. Yeah. Illinois. And then then back to five years, and then I moved back to New York. You like New York? I do. Why? I, I got to know. It didn't work for me. I got to know why. I like, okay, so I mean, it's definitely changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. But I remember when I first moved to New York, now it's the gentrification and the whole Disney Times Square thing is weird to me. But True. when I first moved to New York, it was a place for artists. It was a place where... If you lived in some bullshit ass town and people fuck made fun of you for how you looked and dressed and whatever you were doing, you moved there and it was just like misfit land. That's what yeah. I really like. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> you can do whatever. Right. You can go out tomorrow. I mean, I don't know if that's the same now. I don't think it's the same now because it's kind of it's all these motherfuckers from the suburbs. But back then, I, if I wanted to wear a fucking microwave hat and right. the streets. <laughs> Yo, Nobody gave a fuck. Niggas like, oh, that's and the new wave. You wear microwave hats now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like of artists and musicians and black people, black widow motherfuckers. Like, I just liked that people from everywhere. Like, my circle was just so broad and, and you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Diverse. Yeah, diverse. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I liked about it. Now... I can take it or leave it. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like, like traffic. Like 
it's the it's like traffic in Atlanta. Like it's just so many motherfuckers different with different rules, and people think that their rules are right. But I'm like, you're not even from, you're from Seattle. You're bringing Seattle rules, or you're bringing the fact that you moved from a different place and you're trying to implement. It's just it's 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 blah now. It's just the same mm. type of people in Starbucks. It's the suburbs, <laughs> you know. It's the suburbs, and they, I know, having lived in the suburbs before, that shit kills me. So it's IKEA and Red Hook. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember when that was exciting, like, ooh, there's gonna be an IKEA, but that's the fucking symbol of doom, you know? That right. You did, we didn't know that. We thought it was just convenience, but yeah. it's just like all oh, this shit that come with that. Oh, everything is coming, yeah. And with it, they're gonna bring these motherfucking tattletale ass white people to <laughs> move into the neighborhood <laughs> and see the drummers and, and hear dance hall on Sundays and then, and they're like, oh, this is a cool place. And then they move in and call the cops on the same people that made them think the neighborhood was cool. So and that's you what re- fucks yeah. up. You replace it with with fake drummers that, that was that's safe enough. The higher prices. So now cool arty motherfuckers who are willing to be poor artists, like real poor artists, which is what right. I was when I first moved to New York. Man. They can't live there anymore. Now it's not cool anymore. That's that was the that that's my struggle. I, I apologize to anybody who listens to the podcast, listens to interviews that I do. Like I do really go hard on New York, but it was because I was so broke there and and homeless for a little bit. You said what? It's also the, it, well, it used to be. It used to be the best place to be broke. It, you, it, it, yeah, it, it was a place that you had so much company in your brokenness right. that it was at least like <laughs> can't nobody judge you. For well, like, now, you know, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it, it, it's, it's not, it's not because of the fact that so many people are cosplaying struggle. Yes. Like if you don't fit into that dialect of how they cosplay being broke and wear the skull caps, you know what I'm saying? And like the beat up clothes, you show like, oh man, I'm, I'm struggling in New York, but like be you, if you got money, be money, make that funny. That you come from money and you living in this place. Not money, give me some is what give I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's Don't the crazy. Yeah. I've had that friend, and this was actually, you know, back then when everybody was broke. And I had a friend, and I remember me and her like crashing in other people's houses, Damn. eating a slice of pizza a day. And then one day she said to me, I gotta go upstate to get some stuff from my parents' house. And this house is still to this day the biggest house I've ever been in in my life. See? And I was like, bitch, why are you pretending to be pulling me? We could have been in this bitch all this time. Oh, the only week, every weekend. Every weekend. Every weekend, we could be up here with a pool and shit, and you, it made me so mad, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's so wild. now the city is full of those people, whereas she was an anomaly. She was like a mm-hmm. uh, fucking informant in our group with some shit. That's what it felt like once I found out. I was like, bitch, you the feds. But, um... Because you could keep a secret that long and you'd be committed that, to, the, to the bit that hard. It's like, what the fuck else are you keeping from me? <laughs> could we be in the Poconos right now? Could we be in Martha's Vineyard right now? How are the Hamptons? house i could not believe it her house was so big we went in on her kitchen counter was a miniature of the house shut up (laughs) shut up stop talking to me they do not have the thousand word puzzle of their (laughs) estate hanging up like framed 
somewhere in the crib. That That's crazy. Do you Whereas run? The day before, she was with me counting quarters and shit, like 25, 30. No way. I'm like, why the fuck are you acting like you're poor? And what it turned out to be was she had a argument with her dad or something. And instead of, you know, I and, guess apologizing. And look, let us be clear. This isn't a racial matter. It's a lot of black folks, black comics who be cosplaying broke too. And I'd be like, some ain't, some don't add, some don't, some don't add up. You is like you feel like, oh, people ain't gonna laugh if I talk about that. I am like, well, don't talk about that then. You're saying there's rich black comics that are pretending. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I would say as far as she still won't. She if my mother is middle class, she won't send me money to pursue comedy. (laughs) Upper, upper, upper middle, upper. I'm talking about money, money. Like, and I, you know why? Because I went to Morehouse, so I I could recognize money. It's certain yeah. phrases that you like. Not even see that's fake money. When you when you wearing bow ties and trying to dress up all the time, that's try, that's that's perpetrating a fraud. It's I can tell like when you. Yeah, I'm like that 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 sweatshirt ain't got no labels, but it's like the name on it. You know that's what I mean? Soft. It's mad soft. You could wash that joint, like yeah, yeah. It don't lose no color. I'm like, damn. How long you had that? Oh, about twelve years. That's what I always say. Like when I started making money, that's the first thing I did was start buying softer clothes. Like Just everything I have. <laughs> shit that lasts. I got so much navy blue shit, <laughs> and just like classic colors. It's yeah. crazy. Navy blue and gray last forever. Yeah. That's just a, well, that's another thing. Feels good. Like I just it just feels good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a soft ass. Like people be like, why you? Why would you pay three hundred dollars for a t shirt? Which I wouldn't. But them shit's but it's like worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. And when you like, get that seven hundred dollar level, they, yeah. Anyone who's ever said that has not ever put one of those motherfuckers on because they feel amazing. You feel like you're wrapped in money. So I get it. And I understand if you ain't there yet, how you think that's ridiculous. But like, yeah, because I used to be like that with with foie gras, with foie gras or some shit, and I tasted that shit, and I was like, damn, this shit. <laughs> What have I been missing? What else? I stayed at my my fix is nice hotels. That's like yeah. my like. Do you do you have a memory of like the best hotel you've ever stayed at? The best hotel I've ever. Oh, I guess the the hotels that Netflix put us up in. Oh, my bad. Georgia for the tapings was amazing, but. Also, I was the only person, because see, just proving that I like to be alone. I was the only person that didn't bring my family and shit with me. Like, I was by myself. I didn't have my agents, nobody. I was just Fuck. like, leave me alone. So, <laughs> <laughs> let me just tell my jokes. I'll tell y'all about it. <laughs> when I'm trying to think and shit and making me anxious. So, I just, I never bring anybody. But to be this, the hotel room, I'm looking at where my, the hotel room was as big as this house that I'm in right now. <laughs> that's, like, that's maybe crazy. the bigger. And Just, so, how was the robes? The robes. But I was like, oh, this is how like rock stars go crazy. You end up in a hotel room like that by yourself, and you're like, I'm gonna do some coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ain't shit else to do. Yeah. That's fucking that's, amazing. Yeah, that's the nicest hotel. And then I went. I did. A, I stayed at a, ho- a really nice hotel with Chris when I when I toured with Chris. Red. But, rock. Rock. Okay. Okay. Oh, like come on, G. Come on. You can't just say Chris, <laughs> nigga. What the, what the fuck do you? How many subscribers do you think I got? This ain't that. 
Chris Rock. Northwest Threads stays in really nice hotels too, but that's true. Every hotel that, that I stayed in with Chris was amazing. Like that was such a whirlwind that I don't even think I've, maybe I'll do that do, during quarantine is to like think about the shit that I've done and maybe try to appreciate it now that it's gone. Cause when you're Fuck doing yeah. it, it's when you're like, doing yeah. it, you can't even really take it in. It's crazy and upsetting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk some more about that. We got to take a quick break here on classic black dude right back. I'm your host. Clark Jones, a.k.a. Pod Strickland. We got the phenomenal worldwide opening for Chris, as we call him. Janelle James will be right back on Classic Black Dude. And we are back on Classic Black Dude. We got Janelle James here. We're talking about, man, just shit that we appreciated before the quarantino, before coronation. I love coronation. That just that just rings to me. But um, yeah, I <clears throat> you talked about like you've opened for big names and you used to like when you was in the hotel for Netflix. Oh shit! I think we okay. Are we? Yeah, okay. You glitched for a second. But um, I want to ask you about: Are you a loner in comedy? Like, do you have? Because everybody know I fuck with Will Miles and Kenny DeForest heavy. Like, we do everything together. But like, are you a like yo? I'm I'm just moving in my own, you know what I'm saying? I don't need people around. It's not that I don't need. I just haven't. I didn't come. So I started comedy in Champaign, Illinois. Ain't none yeah. of them niggas follow me to New York. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? They definitely ain't in L.A. <laughs> so you fuck with Will and Kenny and all that because y'all started comedy together. True. You know what I mean? True. And so I don't. Yeah, I just never had that. I had a little white boy clique in Champagne and in the Midwest and all of that, but then I left, okay. you know? And um, I mean, I don't know if I would exactly have them around me as I'm now. I don't know. But the point is... <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? I'm following. I'm following you. Yeah, just mad flannels like exactly. with you on the east side. The back, <laughs> yeah. but, hey, I'm but, opening but for construction. guys there. It's still a couple of guys there that I said if I ever got big, I would I would bring them to open for me because they are super funny. They just won't leave their the little ass town. But um, because of that, yeah, I don't really have a crew. But I feel like I just this is how I was in high school. I fucked with everybody. I never had a a group of yeah. people that I you know. And I yeah, I don't like for stand up. I don't want anyone's influence. Right. You know what I mean. I don't. Even if I think you're funny, so I always say one person that I always listen to when they like, oh, I got a tag for you is Roy Wood because he's just such I a I mean, good, shout out to Roy Wood, Jr. Yeah. Excellent comic. That, uh, but I still don't take his tags because every time he tells me something, he, although it's always hilarious, I'm like, oh, that would sound great if you said it. <laughs> that, yeah. You already got the cadence, bro. Just just yeah. <laughs> change the words, change the joke, and you use it. I don't want other people's... This is such a... I don't know what stand up is for me and if it if it's even gonna continue, but that's so tough. I've just wanted to be authentically me. So I'm just always by myself, always in my head. And that's just yeah, it's not intentional. It's just I ask most comics this because it's my belief that every comic when they're starting, they feel like in their head they're doing an impression of another comic. Like I Oh yeah, I definitely do. Yeah. Who'd you feel like you were doing an impersonation I don't feel of? Like, I don't feel like I know I was. <laughs> who was you, you doing? Todd Berry. Right. Todd Berry was the first person who took me on the road. Like, like a real 
tour where I had a hotel room and I got paid and all of that stuff. Like he was the first person to take me on the road like that. And just watching him, I just, yeah, I just started very, very slow, super. So if people think I talk slow now, like I was, I I remember, I remember, I like New York exposed me to mild man, black and mild mannered comedians. Because it wasn't like I, I'm I'm under that I came under the in under Lil Rel and I came in um under all these very animated Southside Chicago comics. But the person who I always feel like I, I was do I felt like I was doing Dion a lot. Mm-hmm. Like just from cause when I started to slow down, because I didn't I don't fit under Lil Rel's sensibilities you know what i'm saying so i can't do him on stage no, but like almost hungry. like if he, oh he, yeah like, yeah he's <laughs> mississippi mississippi i'd be like yeah sure <laughs> that's 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 niggas from chicago we just we're 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 a fucking mississippi but in a city we're really a town you know what i mean yeah, so <laughs> yeah oh big time big time we we it's just i don't know it's how we fucking roll man but Ty Barry, Ty Barry, that surprises me. It always surprises me what people say. I asked Shalay with the same question, and she said, uh, "She said, who was who's the girl who was like the started the alt um, Janine Garuffalo? Oh, Garuffalo, I can see that. She, I couldn't see it at all. Every time somebody says it, it surprises me. Um, Hannibal said um, uh, he was he had Dimitri Martin and uh, Aziz. He said Aziz." He he felt like he was doing disease in the beginning. I'm like, that just goes to show how our thinking is so specific to whatever the fuck you know what I'm saying is going on in our own brains. Because that I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, right. I was pretending I did, but I didn't know what the fuck. I used to get super blazed before I went up. Like I could not do it unless I was like out of this world high. Wow. And <laughs> not that I couldn't do it, but that's. I mean, it later proved that I could, but that's what I thought. So I would get so high before I went on. So I was almost, yeah, I was doing a whole different type of acting. And I remember Todd, my first night out, I went to smoke up before I went on. And he was like, not before the show. And then I stopped, I stopped doing it. Not before the show. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just like that. And Do it smoke weed after. And I'm gonna do it, but I'm so glad he did. He said that because I really thought that I had to be high in order to do it. I felt like yeah, that makes sense. I was like dampening nerves that I didn't even have. <laughs> I was right. like, I have to. Yeah, you, so. You'll be surprised what you can fucking do when you just try right. and st- and take away all the crutches. I right. I went through the different. Oh, I gotta have a blazer on. Then I went through. I gotta have on a fitted cap. <laughs> then I wanna. I gotta have a haircut. Then it was. I gotta be dressed. Up. It was like all these things I felt like I had to do to go on stage. And then uh, eventually, like for whatever reason, all that was stripped of me. Either I was broke and couldn't afford a haircut or whatever. But then you go, oh fuck, I can do that. You know what I mean? I used to be like, I can't smoke or drink before I go on stage. And then then I started getting free drinks. <laughs> Right at first, yeah. At first, I was like, "No, I can't drink on stage. I can't smoke weed before I go. I'm gonna embarrass myself." And then I was just like, "No, none of that shit matter, man." After a certain while, because you, what you, what you in? You like around 15, 14? No, this is ten. Ten. This is a great time. Ten, yeah. ten. 
I know Louis, people giving him shit, but he said the most amazing thing. Louis was like, 10 years is around the time when you realize you're not going to make it. And when I hit 10, I was like, fuck, that hit me so hard in the chest. You know, I was like, I don't because I was like, I'm not going to make it. And then I got to 11 and that's when shit started. I mean, what is it? No, that's what I always think. What is it? Just you have an, you have it, an is, it. I know what ain't it is when you start that's when you give up. I don't know what it is, but I know what it ain't. You I know what I mean? It is. I know for me. I'm already old, so. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I think eight, eight, eight it is reaching whatever age you think you should leave, have your shit together and not right. having your shit together. That's ain't it for me. But as far as like fame or a certain thing or a certain goal, I don't have those things. I just kind of roll with whatever comes to me. But it's true. I haven't heard Louis say that, but I've heard or read other people saying like 10 years is when you figure out who you are. Like not when you do, but that by that time you are something real self on stage. Yeah. If you're um, working towards that. And I do think that's true. Like I remember when it clicked for me, like, Oh, this is how I want to be. And the shit I want to talk about, I feel comfortable. I know what shit is funny before I even say it. Like it just kind of clicked. Was it was it a show? Was it uh, a uh, event? Was there something specific that happened, or it just hit you one day? Yeah, I don't think it was something specific. I was just yeah, I was just in the groove. I mean, I did, and I think also because I started in the middle of nowhere, nobody knows my. I just arrived in New York, and people thought <laughs> you know that I had right. been somewhere else. But I did a lot of stand up before I got there, like. I, we, me and my little white boy crew, we would drive into every little fucking club. That's crazy. I didn't, I never knew this. I yeah, never man. knew you had like a, the backstory. I thought, yeah, I thought you started when I met you around that time. And I'm like, damn, she's oh, so polished. Oh, yeah. I used to, ju the jukebox in Peoria is my home yes. club. I used to do that shit. I used to go to the Quad Cities. I used to do all those colleges. I've done frat parties. We used to drive to um, St. Louis. Do the, whatever that, what was that club down there? It had two of them. Um, not well. The the uh the the helium is new. Funny bone. There's a funny bone, St. Louis. No, it was like two. They called like the Chuckle Hut and the oh uh, local like, ass. Yeah, <laughs> we did Bloomington, Indiana. Like I just we just used to drive everywhere, and so I did. I when I started, I was my I was going through a lot of shit. So stand up became. I just was obsessed. Like, yeah. as soon as I knew that I wanted to do it, I just did it so much. So, I yeah, nobody knows about that part. They think I, I just, like, came to New York and started getting shit and did it up. And also, starting in the Midwest is how I met everybody. Like, I met Todd Berry. Because people would, the, all the headliners would come from Chicago on the way to St. Louis, and they yeah. would stop in the Midwest. So, I'm featuring or middling in all those little clubs. I met Todd. I met Rob Delaney when he was, like, the height of Twitter fame, you know? Oh, I mean? yeah. Before like the first the, yeah. person to be a million followers and all that shit. I met him in Champagne and went on tour with him during all that shit when he was doing three shows back to back, sold out every night, right. like a crazy tour. And I was only like three years in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. But I luckily got to do a lot of stand up, maybe even more than somebody in Chicago. Like, I, 
I never even right. drove up to Chicago because people would be like, well, you got to stand in line and get a ticket and you, maybe you get three minutes the next day. And all You're this talking shit. about jokes and notes. <laughs> I'm doing 20, 15, 20 down here. Right. Why would I do that? So I never even went to Chicago until after I had already moved back to New York. So is, was, is the jukebox still your favorite place? Like, is that where you feel the most comfortable? I don't know if it was ever my favorite. But oh, okay. They gave you the shots first. Yeah. Not I call it my home club because that's the place I used to drive there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like every week and just like hang out. Like, can you put me up? Can you put me up? And yeah. then I just started being in the middle all the time. They started booking me. And I just have a lot of memories there. Like, I, I guess it is my favorite place, but it's a shitty club. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I think it's made of all wood. Know, I'm not afraid to say that because he knows. So it's yeah. one of those things where it's almost like uh, – an ex that you remember fondly and then when you see him or talk to him you're like ah this nigga <laughs> yeah i could never that's how i get i get I, to get over my exes i just talk to him and i'm just reminded oh, of no. oh that yeah that's that's why we don't talk anymore that happened to me just recently and probably will happen <laughs> even more while i'm in this quarantine but anyway <laughs> oh boy are you are you canoodling are you facetiming every day with anyone you ain't got to say no names <laughs> Are you FaceTiming? Are you dipping back in the stash? I hate FaceTime. <laughs> oh, Lord. I hate it. You're beautiful on camera. Huh? That has nothing to do with it. I just I'm don't. just saying. Even, I mean, Clark, you know I'm not one of those. I can't even do like one of those like, hey, guys, blah, 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 blah. blah <laughs> it's your girl. <laughs> That's not who I am. No front facing, no front facing comedian well, sense. So yesterday, as a challenge to myself, I did for the first time on Instagram, like ask me a question and then I answered it. Yeah. But I felt so uncomfortable. Anyway, the point is, it's just the act of doing this is is fucked up. But yes, I I I, I do it. <laughs> but you you are FaceTiming every day, same person. Yes, yes, yes. Same person. Um. What? <laughs> they gonna be excited to hear that because they want to ask they so i asked the question for them are they the that smile on your face is telling pass okay big pass hard pass but the smile drink your water uh, drink your water <laughs> drink your water drink your water it's 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 interesting to watch uh so many like you know comedians talking classes like oh we're in the same class i think about comedians who i start with or at least our journeys have intersected a lot and i wonder because this is something i've been dealing with not just with stand-up but with podcasting and social media if the message is there is there let me ask this is there a group or a message that you feel like your comedy is for because the follow-up is <laughs> the follow-up is are you still hitting that group so that question makes me very sad because <laughs> <laughs> who's it for and are they getting it because the reason that question makes me sad is because i wish i knew what i wish i had like a this is my people because that is seems so much easier to cultivate yeah but what I have noticed and what I uh, have been told is my comedy is for smart people. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And that's a real hard fucking niche. That's a wide, that's a wide cast in that though. So you wide. use one word like charcuterie or some shit and all of a sudden <laughs> you're a smart comedian. True. But meaning, I mean, you've seen that shit. My comedy is basically me talking shit in a real undercover way. Right. 
yeah. in a way that everyone, if you're smart enough, can enjoy. It's basically what I'm doing. So I'm just really trying to sneak social commentary into shit in interesting ways that makes my brain feel happy. Like, that's really... That's <laughs> you recently said to me, nigga, okay, don't get at me because I read books. You know <laughs> don't, get, don't get in my ass because my mama told me you to read. read. No, I mean, that is true. Also, <laughs> I mean, you know what it is. Like, yeah, like, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, you, and, you know, I ain't, you know, I am super, I am very smart. So that's part yeah. of it. I don't want to hide that in any way. Mm-hmm. I also don't want it to be on some Drew Michael shit where it's like <laughs> emanating me out of me that I can't. We think names. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know he was named. But you know, he like for, for yeah. Uh, he I'm leans. Sure. He leans heavily yeah, into. That's not, that's not my shit. I mean, and that's a way to be as well. Like he'll have that fan base that likes that. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. I don't want to do a. I'm smarter than you, and I'm looking down on you type shit. I'm just saying I'm gonna speak the way that I speak. Yeah. And you gonna fucking laugh and 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 um deal with it. <laughs> you gonna enjoy it? You not gonna? I've seen you, man. I've just seen you clap back so hard, and <laughs> people coming at you in the slightest way <laughs> on Twitter and Facebook. Online? You said what? You mean online? Online, yeah, on social media. Like, and I wish that's the only gift I don't have. That gift, I don't have a clapback gift. It's just not. I'm sure you do. Here it's it just, I, I just don't know how to do it. Well. I'm just trying to, <laughs> this is also the reason why I will never be as big as some people think that I, I, I need to be. I try to cultivate a world around me that everybody just fucking respects me. Like, that's all I really, I really yeah. deal in respect. Like, if you disrespect, and that's from my father, like, I, he would always be raging about people disrespecting him. And so, yeah. we, me and my siblings, we all just really are the same way. Like, is it, did this motherfucker just... Disrespect me, you know that kind of. You, you, you coming at me, bro? Like, bro, I just want to be clear. Are you coming at me, bro? Like and that's that, for any man, woman, whatever. Are you yeah, coming exactly. at me, bro? Like that makes me like a rage inside. Where if people try to disrespect me or like patronize me, it makes me so mad. So that's what you see me reacting to. Yeah, <laughs> I get like, triggered off being cute with it. Like, if you coming at me, come at me. Don't be cute though. Don't be fucking cute with me. And I'm not gonna let you have it. Whereas. I feel like some women play into it and like, ah, I, I don't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed. Oh, I, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had receipts, but yeah, I've noticed. All right. We on classic we on classic black dude with Janelle James. Um live from the quarantino. Um we'll be right back, man. Thank y'all so much for listening. We got one more segment. And damn, like this fucking interview is flying by. I didn't even interview. We just FaceTiming this shit. Yay. She don't like FaceTime, but it's all good. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we back. Um, we didn't even we back on classic black dude with Janelle James. We didn't even get into like some of the uh, the the Netflix. What's the thing you hosting with Netflix? Cause that shit fire. Strong black laughs. Strong black laughs, which is like like podcasting pretty much. Yeah, it's but with but they very smartly made visual uh, promotions for it. We filmed them so that when because I feel like. <laughs> A lot of black people still don't listen to podcasts. They like, what the fuck is that? It's you slow. Know I mean? It's yeah. slow. And it's I'm direct. Slow. They very <laughs> smartly knew that people needed to see an image or see 
people mm-hmm. talking to, to even get your attention, first of all. And then to then say, hey, what you do now, if, if you read the direction, it's so like spelled out. Now go over here, you click it, yeah. you can't watch it, they, but you can listen. <laughs> they dummy proofed it. They dummy proofed it, which you got to do nowadays, especially. So yeah, Did that, you? that's what that was. And, um, go ahead. Also just, well, we'll see, but disappointing that Netflix didn't put that. I felt like that was something that could have been perfect as a visual. Right. It looked good. It was clean. It was it was excellent. Like they did it so excellent, but I always feel like black people. If I was a fucking little white chick, a slushing girl, or some bullshit, and I came with that concept, it would have been on Netflix already. But we gotta do a run through. They gotta test our shit. Oh, you know what I mean? Before we can get to the big time, and so that's what happened with that. But I'm proud of it. Y'all go listen to that. Strong black laughs. Did you have anything to do with the guests? Because it seemed yes. like okay. It seemed like you had something to do with because Roy was on it, and who'd you have? Mel, uh, Kim Coles, Kim Whitley, Sherry Shepard, Mike Epps, Marlon oh, Williams, crazy. Uh, Bruce Bruce, uh, and I think I think that may be it. Sorry for if I forget anyone. Do you is in because you name no names because you name a Bruce Bruce, you name a Lunell like. I feel, I don't feel pressure, but I feel an honor that if I break through in a white um, frame, you know, Netflix or whatever, I'm bringing whatever black folks I feel like didn't ever get to do that. I definitely wanted to talk to them because, and even they, like every interview I've seen with Lunell, which hasn't been a lot, Mm -hmm. and she's been out forever. It's a jokey interview. So it's, you know, she's, she's always she's, having fun. Yeah. Always having fun. I, mean, with I don't it. know detriment to her, but I was like, people don't, I don't think people have ever just seen you speak freely and talk mm-hmm. about your life. And da, da, da. so I wanted to do that for everybody. Like, yo, this person is more than a clown. <laughs> right. Right. I'm not going to be one of those hosts that's like trying to over joke you and all that. Mm-hmm. I really just wanted to let people talk. And I remember at one point, Lunell was like, hold up, this is a real interview. Like, she was yeah. so Come on, this is real. <laughs> She's so ignorant. Like, bitch, you really want to know. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. Other people want to know, too. So, yeah, it made me happy that I got to do that for them. It's crazy when those same type of people who, yeah, I've only seen her in that fashion. But then you talk to them and have that conversation. And you're like, damn, you smart as fuck. Like, but you just... Comedy is like rap to me. Like, most of us are smart. Like, good comics are smart. Good comments, yes. Somebody you find out that act, pretending to be some ga- gangster went to art school or some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> or their parents was a professor or some shit. Like, we have to be well-read, well-informed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you have to be curious. You have to be curious. You have to be intellectually curious. You have to be observant. You have to be empathetic. Like, that's what makes good comedy to me. And so, yeah, of course they're smart. <laughs> Wait, you mentioned rap, and I I, I, for, I forgot to mention this in the first segment, but you're a music head, mm-hmm. and you move with the dudes, and you move with the chicks. You, re- I, I see you move with the dudes, like you, 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 the, you, the chick who like you could just it could be twenty dudes in the room, and you just holding court, doing it. You know what I'm saying? Doing you. Who who's on your who's on your top five list? Like I'm some shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm giving prop. That's that's great. That's the type of chicks I fuck with. Like I could put uh, the girl I date now. I could put in a room with anybody, and she's I just lit that in. But <laughs> <laughs> Are you speaking, Buffy? 
I'm, I'm, I ain't speaking pussy. I, oh, God. I can't talk about it. Next pass. We was talking about rap. They always tell them they say. Who is, who is your top five rappers? Not even the best. Who your favorite? I love Lil Wayne. Lil okay. Wayne is hilarious. Like, he I got punch lines, lines, for sure. This nigga is hilarious. He's so witty. <laughs> um, Very fucking witty. Um, shit, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> You're not a list person. Yeah, I kind of just go through my moods and listen to everything. But um, Luda's from Champaign, Illinois. Who is Ludacris? Oh, really? Yeah, he's from Champaign. People don't even know Ludacris that. in a rap. <laughs> so long. I'm it's like, been a minute. From Fast and Furious. <laughs> this is a t- <laughs> the actor. Ludacris the Thespian. He's from Champaign. <laughs> yeah, big actor facts. Uh yeah man I I I love rap I see you we 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 went to I think Hannibal had us were you at the Chance concert oh, I love Smino that's the other person I love Smino yeah who is Smino oh he's from St Louis he's so good oh my God you don't know um, I've heard that name but I've never heard like what's the track I gotta listen to to be like ah I gotta look give me give me one Smino track give us and me well, a Smino. And you can't say this about many people. I think his entire album is excellent and it really flows. It's one of them, you know, you put it on, like if it was an album, album, a record, you just put it on and it'd be good. But um, you just let it bang the whole album. Let it bang, man. And it's called Noir, the Noir album. It came out in 2018. Oh, he has a, oh, he has a single in 2019, but it's 2018. And I love LMF. That's my favorite. Uh, but they all know. LMF. It's so he's so great. Um yeah. I mean, you know, and I listen to as far as like popular music, I know all the fucking Drake songs and all that shit, but I, I <laughs> <laughs> What's your thoughts on Drake? <laughs> what you think about Aubrey? He's an excellent businessman. I think he knows he has does not have the problem of what I have where he can identify a fan base and give them exactly what the fuck they want. Like mm. that's He's like, oh, y'all want TikTok songs? Here go this shit. Oh, this. You need a dance? Here go this shit. Like, whoever he has working for him or he himself are excellent marketers and they're smart as fuck. And he whiny as fuck. Like, I just, and I didn't realize. (laughs) We'll check Jimmy. I didn't realize until I dated somebody who liked Drake, (laughs) like, that really listened to it. I hadn't really listened to him, and I was like, oh, this nigga is a bitch, like. <laughs> oh, man, we getting real up in here. No, and he is, like, it's anything. It is. An it's, adult, he's still talking about people he dated yeah. 15 years ago, but that doesn't mean that Drake is a bitch. That means he knows there's a market for bitch shit. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. <laughs> that, I've never heard a phrase like that. He's you know, you know what market he really when the whole sensitive rap shit was first started and he rolled that shit into what he is now. He really has cornered the dudes who gaslight people market yeah, too. Yeah, because young girls would interpret that as, oh, this guy has emotions. Yeah. Who is still hardcore and misogynistic enough for dudes to be like, well, he ain't he don't yeah. you know what I mean? He's smart. He'll jump he'll jump on a track with three six mafia, somebody who got that credibility. Yeah. And then like, oh, okay, yeah, I can listen. I like that Drake, but I don't like this Drake. But it's like, it's all Drake, it's nigga. It's all Drake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily that I think he a bitch, although, but. 
Are you are you keeping up with these DJ battles on Instagram? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like any of them. I I, I the first D nice. I kind of checked in. Okay. But I. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of niggas I didn't even know was DJs. It's a lot, and I feel like it's still too early in this quarantine for me to be checking in on all this shit right. all the time. It's, it makes me sad. I'm like, is this what it's going to be now? Because like, <laughs> we don't know how long. Know. Newsom is talking about July. Enjoying that type of shit too much because I'm just yeah. like, this is, this is weird. It, makes me, it's, it gives me a weird vibe, so no, I haven't been. I'm looking for it's RZA versus uh, DJ Premier tonight, and I feel like that sentence made me feel like this was 1989. <laughs> <laughs> like even that's saying that, that's happening is crazy to me because I don't. I, even though I'm on the internet, I, I don't know the people I follow and shit. I guess I don't be knowing what's happening. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's that's a major that's a major thing right now. The Instagram live uh, DJ battle. Yeah. The music battle, Bobby Valentino, whoever. I see a lot of chatter about something, I fall back from it. Like, I don't even. I get it. I get it. Because I don't want that to creep into my comedy. Like, I always want to be talking about shit that, yeah, I feel like I'm putting people on to something. Yeah. But, well, we uh. Did check into the motherfucking go go. We like, did. <laughs> we did. Janelle knows I love DC go go. Like, whenever I post anything, I tag her. Whenever uh, Backyard does a remix to some new shit, I'm like, yo, you got to hear them flip this Jeremiah sample. Like, yeah, who's... Who, who, know the Go-Go's in high school in Maryland. Man. My shit, man. I used to be on the speakers. I'm on I'm on RE's album, Go Janelle, It's Your Birthday. I forget. I used to have that shit on cassette. <laughs> really? You on Rare Essence's album? Yes. <laughs> That's insane. She's... I didn't know. Rare I, Essence is... Okay. Uh, Rare Essence Backyard. Um who 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 are the, the, the like legends of the game? EU obviously because of the butt. Backyard. I mean, I used to date a dude in the junkyard. Backyard. Yeah. <laughs> you of course you did. Of course. Hey young, let me take you out. Hey. I can't even do a, a Maryland accent. Hey, hey, these these jokers and these bamas, they ain't they ain't talk about nothing. Uh junkyard, backyard, oh, rare essence. Joe on it. You gotta say Joe at the end. Joe. That see that's so Chicago to me. Joe is okay. so Chicago. Yeah, we had a whole thing called "What's Up, Joe," but rare essence. Nah, Joe Merlin. <laughs> Merlin, uh, a mothers on mothers. You know what I mean? Like all of that. I love the accent. I don't, but I don't like to perpetrate. I'm not from that area. I just love the music. I love the lingo. Shout I mean, out to I DC. There long enough to go to Go Go's and and decided I wanted to get so fun, so fun, <laughs> so violent though. Yeah, yeah. I did everyone I went to a fight broke out. Yes. Uh and but it was so wild. Stopped going was when it started getting really crazy. Yeah. DC chicks, it would be like, we in the go-go. Got shorty up against the wall. Like she doing all type of nasty shit. And then I'm like, yo. But look, that was you. But then then at the end, I'm like, yo, I'm just in town. Like, what's your number or something like that? And they're like, ugh. And I'm just like, but we was just doing everything. Well, that's one of the reasons I left Maryland. Like those are the snootiest black people. People always say, yeah. Oh, Virginia, DC, them motherfuckers are so snooty. And oh. I left Maryland when the first housing boom happened. So everybody in my high school class bought one of them little McMansions. And then, oh, like, shit. Okay. 
I'm staying for the rest of my life, but you go in the house and there's like no furniture. Like they couldn't afford. <laughs> they just <laughs> got. They just got facade pictures, they like just, just the outside. That's yeah. what Maryland is to me. Like just this facade of like bougie people who really don't have anything. Oh, <laughs> if you've never experienced bougie, if you didn't go to Obama's first inauguration, yes. Oh my God, so many minks, so many North faces. Like, and motherfuckers want you to see, like, like yeah. look at my label, look at my polo, this big ass bear, like, so, see it. Yeah, and I, I it's so funny because I remember being like my, not senior year, but yeah, senior year. And then I stayed in Maryland for maybe like two more years. I felt myself becoming like that. I was like, yo, I'm a bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, and it's accepted. It's like, yeah, of course, you're in DC. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That. I wanted to be an artist and be That's the culture. Fucking culture people. So I moved to New York. Yeah. But in yeah, Maryland, yeah. nah. <laughs> I, I think we got time for one, a few either ors. Um, we'll start easy. With we'll start easy with New York or LA because <laughs> I, I know I thought yeah. it was easy. This corona shit, I'm so glad I'm in LA right now. I will Fuck say yeah. that this is okay. the first time where I'm like, oh shit, I'm so glad I'm not in New York. But I, I'm gonna uh cheat and say both because that's what I was working towards, and okay. that's what I had for a little bit. Like, yeah, six months, six months, like that makes me happiest, but um. <laughs> I might have to say LA now because Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful fucking city, man. It's beautiful. And I, I love like, being here. I'm not young anymore. New York is exhausting, you know? It is. I don't have that energy to go. Yeah. I gotta have like a little bit of, oh Clark, you good before I leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, oh nature, I forgot about this shit, you know. <laughs> All right. D'Angelo or Maxwell? Oh, I have stories about both those people, but I will. That's say, funny. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. We can't even. That's for next time. <laughs> yeah, that's for next time. Which D'Angelo we talking about? We talking about. The- we talking about shirt off, shirt off, D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, and he's like sad and tortured. That's my shit. He is. He's been through a lot. He's been yeah, through a I fucking lot. I'm trying to get over that, but yes, that's my that's my tight. That's my. Nope. <laughs> Get the fuck. We shoot that shot. So we know who, who Janelle's FaceTiming every day. Add Janelle James comedy. Golly. Uh, I usually, I say it's three, but it's always two answers. We got our answers, man. This has been so great. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. That was fun. Hope you have fun with it. Where to say again, where people can find you and what you working on and what you, you know, what you want to promote. Only Janelle James and then everything mm. will come up. My website. Buy my album. Now, don't buy it because I don't get the most money from that. But stream it. <laughs> Fucking just get throw us some money. What's your Venmo? Uh, Janelle Dash James Dash One is my Venmo. Um, just Black give me some need- money. I'm yeah. on the internet being funny all the goddamn time. Like it's yep for it's free a, for free y'all. Free. It's a, a sickness that I cannot overcome. <laughs> it, you, you can't turn it off now. I don't give a fuck if it is off. a pandemic. Yeah, I can't turn it off. Yeah. But it, I feel like it make, keeps my brain humming a little bit just to have just to write jokes. and, and <laughs> It does. It does. And that's a little release valve. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't say yeah. the shit that you be typing on the internet to just in regular conversations. So that's my way of getting it out. And also... Because I don't have a crew and because I don't really hang out, it's always been my way to just be like, hey, I exist. Yeah. Being funny. 
Is this Don't yeah? Get out your right. Like yeah. that's how I've gotten most of my writing jobs and everything is from writing jokes online. So. And you currently now. writing for Black Monday, Black currently Friday. Writing and acting on Black Monday. Ooh. Well, not currently. I mean, it's playing but, now. Yeah. It's a credit. It's a credit at this point. Yeah, Central Park is what I'm writing for now. Tight. It's a cartoon on Apple TV. Um, yeah, stream my album, watch my Netflix, uh, and yeah, follow me on the socials, Janelle J Comic Twitter, and uh, Janelle James Comedy on Instagram. There it is, baby. I'm gonna give y'all her email address. No, I'm just playing. Text message. Uh, text her. Find that too if you. It's out there. I'm Clark Jones at the Clark Jones. Uh, classic black dude. Everything. I'm the host, Pod Strickland. Man, thank y'all so much for listening. Stay safe. Stay sane. You know, keep supporting any way that you can. Um, all these charities like uh, TipYourWeightStaff.com, which is a great one. Um. Yeah. Any way that you can, I know that grocery deliverer. If you're doing, yeah. Oh my God. If you're, if if I got so many cousins and family members that are nurses, um, any way that I can help y'all, please hit me up. I'll say email me, send me a DM, anything that I can promote. I'm giving to. I know what it feels like to be a philanthropist right now. Like I ain't like a top level philanthropist, but I'm giving money to motherfuckers. I was thinking about that because I have been like just dropping money in people's GoFundMes and all of that stuff. And I was just like, isn't this so fucked up? Because me and you know what it feels like Yes. to not have nothing. So we're, you know, we ain't rich, but we're giving all this money away. And the way that rich people give money away is always through tax break. You know what I mean? Yeah. These aren't things that we can write off. We're just like, yo, t- let me Take try to do 50. Da, 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 da. Yo. Yep. Study after study have showed that lower income people are so much more yeah, I'm right above where I used to be, so it's fresh still. I know what that feeling, like you said, was well, like. You, and as you go up, you continue to give more money. Like I, yep. give, I give people so much money because I just know I, I can't see people struggling and not get it to them. Yeah. So anything, anything that you got, just send it to send it. I'll take it. Send it to Janelle. Tweet Ask it. People money. I give people money. Yep. I be just going through people's Instagram stories. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll find that link on GoFundMe. And I, I tip too. I tip the GoFundMe. I tip um, any nurses or anything like that. Let me know. Um, yeah. At the Clark Jones, write, re- review, subscribe, keep supporting artists out here. Cause we, the work that we put in, that's what people are turning to. People are listening to more music, listening to more podcasts, watching more movies, all created by artists. So keep supporting that. Keep supporting each other. Classic black dude. Thank you, Janelle James. Oh, also, listen to my podcast. Get lit. Talk shit. Get, okay. get lit. Talk shit with Janelle, Na- <laughs> Janelle James. I've been drinking rosé. Janelle James. Get lit. Talk shit. Uh, thank y'all so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.